What's going on, guys? Welcome back to One Stop Shop. Let's get right to this episode. Last night, the Nets got the job done at home. It was a very important game last night, especially to get the win at home when they have to go to Milwaukee in the next game. So the Nets were down by at least 15 for majority of the game. And then, thank God, they had Kevin Durant playing last night because no one else was really hitting any shots. James Harden came back from his injury last night and played a majority of the game, only missed like four minutes or something. And Kevin Durant played the whole entire game last night, 48 minutes, and he scored 49 points, had 17 rebounds, and 10 assists, 3 steals, 2 blocks, 16 for 23 shooting, and 4 for 9 from 3-point range. Definitely one of the signature performances that we'll remember from Kevin Durant, especially as he continues his tenure in Brooklyn. This is obviously one of the top performances he's had as a net, especially in the playoffs. So he's been going off. Kevin Durant really got the Nets back in the game late. And I was saying this to myself that the Nets were down going into the fourth quarter and they were trying to get back into the game and they were cutting it to a pretty small deficit. And then they got back into it. Kevin Durant just kept on knocking down shots. And the Nets were able to escape with a victory last night, 114 to 108. And they go ahead in the series now, 3-2. to two, And they could potentially end it in Milwaukee tomorrow night. Last night, Giannis had 34 points in 42 minutes. 12 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal, and 2 blocks. Chris Middleton, another great night for him. 25 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists, and a steal, and a block. He played 45 minutes last night. He's really been one of the top players for Milwaukee besides Giannis this whole entire year, especially when Giannis has been injured. Chris Middleton stepped up, and he helped them get to this point. He's definitely been the heart and soul of this team. And then Brooke Lopez, 15 points last night. He was shooting pretty well last night, 6 for 10 from the field. Knocked down 3 for 5 from 3-point range. So the Bucs were definitely giving the Nets a run for their money, and they were definitely trying to win their third in a row and take control of this series and head back to Milwaukee where they could have ended the series. So Milwaukee has their back against the wall. Now they definitely need a win tomorrow night or their season's over. So definitely going to be a good one. That's tomorrow at 8.30 on ESPN. But that's enough of the Nets. Besides 
the fact that Kyrie's not playing in game six, but James Harden's going to be available. And obviously Kevin Durant's clicking on all cylinders right now. So he's going to be able to take control of the team and lead them to victory. And there's no doubt in my mind that he's not going to be able to get the job done. He's one of the best players in the world at this point. And he's been one of the best for a really long time at this point. So he was really clutch last night, got them back in the game, and won the game for them. Led the way last night with 49 points. Was one of his signature performances, especially as a net. And, yeah, it would mean a lot for Kevin Durant to win a championship on another team. Especially making himself seem like he picked the right team when he decided to go to the Nets with Kyrie and make it their destination to win a title. So, if the Nets don't win the title this year, that would probably be a pretty big disappointment for KD and Kyrie and James Harden. The Nets are definitely reminiscent of the Heat back in 2012-2013, that era when LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh assembled their super team and they won the championships with the Heat. I feel like the Nets could potentially do that with the star power that they have. Like, they have some of the... Sorry about that. (laughs) Yeah, they have some of the best players in the world on this team, and it definitely makes them a title contender just on paper alone. So I hope that they can get the job done tomorrow. And finish this series out against Milwaukee. But tonight we got Atlanta against the Sixers at 7.30 on TNT. That series is tied at 2. This is a big game for both teams trying to take control of the series, going up 3-2. Whoever wins tonight is probably going to win the series. At 10 o'clock tonight, the late game on TNT, we got the Clippers against Utah. Kawhi's out with an injury. And Donovan Mitchell needs to capitalize on that tonight and take control of this series in Utah. So the NBA playoffs have been crazy so far. And the Suns have been one of those teams, man, that literally came out of nowhere. Devin Booker became a superstar, it seems like, in a year. And it's just like a new era of basketball, it seems like. There's going to be some new teams that emerge that could potentially become dynasties over the next couple of years, especially in the Western Conference. In the East, like, it's kind of up for grabs after, like, the Nets. Like, they kind of, like, rule the East 
along with like the Sixers and the Bucks, and then like you got the Knicks that are floating around there, and then you got teams that are like the Hawks that could potentially shock teams that aren't as good as them. So playoffs have been crazy, obviously. You would expect me not to be that enthusiastic after the Knicks got eliminated in the first round. But I keep watching everything. And last night, the Islanders, they did not get the job done. They lost pretty bad. They were in the game for a while, but they ended up losing to the Lightning last night, 4-2 in Game 2 of the series, and now it's going back to the Coliseum tomorrow night, and they try to go up 2-1 in the series. They don't want to lose that game. They need to win both at the Coliseum if they really want a chance of going to the Stanley Cup Final. If they can win both at the Coliseum coming up, like that would be ridiculous to go up 3-1 in the series. And then go back to Tampa. Hypothetically, like that would be insane for the Islanders to go to the Stanley Cup. They may be a team of destiny. Who knows? But the intensity of the game last night was crazy. It seemed like it was like game five already. Like they were playing like... Very intense hockey. There were a bunch of fights last night. Definitely proves that these teams hate each other, and they've seen each other last year in the playoffs, too. So there's some bad blood there. Matt Martin definitely was uh, trying to fight one of the toughest guys in the NHL last night. Maroon on the Lightning. Definitely known for being a goon. So the Islanders aren't taking any shit from anybody. Casey Sezikis wasn't backing down from any fights, either. And they tried to rough up Matt Barzell, but he was just trying to get the best of them last night. But the Islanders were without Varlama for a little bit, and they had to put Sorokin in the net after he got fucked up and basically thrown through the net almost into the boards. So they thought that he was going to be out, and then he returned at the beginning of the period for the second. So... That would have been bad if Arlamov couldn't return for the Islanders just because he's been like the heart and soul of the team and he's been a brick wall for them recently. So he's been getting the job done for them and has definitely been a reason why they were winning games. So he was definitely shaken up a little bit after that. It looked like he was seriously hurt, but he must be a really tough dude. He was able to come back into the game and, well... He didn't really play too well. So, I guess we'll have to see if he's able to start tomorrow night at the Coliseum. But that's that. This weekend... For UFC, we got a fight night. It's headlined by the Korean Zombie, Chan Sung Jung versus Dan Ige. 
He's nicknamed 50K because you get 50K if you get a knockout bonus, and he's a knockout artist, so he's looking to get another 50K this weekend. Definitely a very exciting up-and-coming fighter. Could definitely be a title challenger one day. And then we got Alexi Olenek. He's been around forever. This guy's record is insane. 59-15 and one no contest. He's fighting Sergey Spivak. This is going to be a crazy fight <laughs> in the heavyweight division. Then we got Marlon Chido Vera. Obviously known for beating Sean O'Malley with the kick heard around the world. That was some bullshit. Anyway, I'm obviously a Sean O'Malley fan, so looking forward to seeing this fight. He's definitely a great fighter, though, in the bantamweight division. He's fighting Davy Grant. That's going to be a good fight. And then longtime UFC veteran Matt Brown fighting Diego Lima. That's a great fight in the welterweight division. And then there's some prelims also, but that's the main card for fight night this weekend. And that's pretty much it. I was just kind of bored, so just trying to figure some shit out, and it's been a quick episode. Peace out.